Hello and welcome to another Bertie and Paul podcast. I am happy to be joined today, uh, it's Thursday just before the European game, uh, by Stephen. How are you doing? Good afternoon, very well, thank you. And yourself? Yeah, good. The wee one's not well, as you know, so I'm having a quiet day with her, but yeah. Pretty good, pretty good. It's it's one of these, we're just doing a quick podcast just to catch up because uh, it's one of these feelings about it this week. It's a sort of defining couple of days for, for Celtic in terms of Europe and in terms of league uh, with all the all the stuff that's been happening. So uh, I thought we'd just have a quick look at it. Uh, we're due to meet with the East Bride guys to do a look at the Rangers game as well on Friday night. But uh, what, what's your feelings just now, Stephen? And the European game. I completely agree. I think tonight's really important because I really do not want Celtic to be involved in the conference. I was calling it the Vauxhall Conference uh, Europa League. I really would like us to stay away from that tournament. And so I think tonight is is, is really important. And you know, I was at the game. I was back home, so I, I took um, Francesca to her first Celtic game against Hearts, which was excellent. And there's a lot of positivity around the club, which is great. But the and I also went with uh, Martin Hendry to the the home game um, of uh, Akmar. Uh, but tonight's really important that we that we finish the tie and, and make sure we go through. Yeah, I just think that also as well as we've got the the situation with the transfers as well. Like we have. I mean, I'm not really bothered about Christie, but there's, there's discussions on Nisbet. There's discussion on discussions on the Irish left back as well. So, and then Edward, which, as far as I'm concerned, hasn't left yet. And if, if it continues to keep quiet, we could end up with quite a significant uh, squad uh, if we add another couple to it as well. So it's really it seems to be like a big a big part now. Uh, this week will be how our season's defined well look if I was a attacking player um, Celtic's the place I would want to be and the club that I'd want to be at just now um, we've got a manager that's set up almost three up front and I absolutely love it it's what I've always wanted and what I think is essentially true to Celtic's sort of roots essentially we, we're an attacking team and if I were, you know, an attacking player, I would want to be at Celtic just now. So, what do you think of Kyojo? Then, are you, are you happy with him? What was it? What was it like seeing him in the flesh? Until you, because you were right down pitch level, weren't you? So you were able to see sort of movement. Is it, is it that impressive, or are we just jumping on? We jumping on a bandwagon here. How good do you think he can be, or is just now? No, he's, he's an incredible player. Um, you know, I got to... The good thing, actually, about going to the games, I was in the Jockstein stand, and you can see him as a as a winger, essentially, played in the in the left side and against Hearts. And then he played a more central role in the European tie. He's incredible. I mean, he wears number eight, and he plays a bit like what Scott Brown was like, you know, in terms of the work rate. Uh, he's, his passing's sensational, is off the ball running, is incredible. He's a real standout star. And it, I mean, it's incredible to think, I think he scored, was it six goals or something? He's hit the ground running coming over from Japan. And normally these types of players coming from, you know, you know, 
the, the Asian continent and, and things like that. It will take time to settle, but he's hit the ground running. Um, so we've we've got a really great player on our hands here, and it's not just you know he, he throws himself into tackles as well. It's really stuck in. Um, you know, it's it a shame in the Hearts game because the referee was really and the linesman, uh, both linesmen just. Or, you know, he was getting assaulted four or five times in the first half off the ball, which never get picked up. Um, and and then he finally throws in a tackle and gets booked for it. So it's, um, you know, that's, that's the way Scottish football operates. You know, you, 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 we learn that quite quickly. But I think we've got a tremendous talent on our hands here. And wow. I hope that, you know, we get more Japanese players through in. But what? So I still don't understand... I understand that he is good, yes. But I don't understand why nobody else has picked him up. Is this just a blind spot? Because but everybody's saying he's he's that good. But geez, Oldman, he's he's not a young guy. He's he's coming over to another country, he can't speak the language yet. But I just don't I just don't understand how we managed to get him. I thought these days of pulling these types of players out were long gone. I completely agree, um, but you know there are anomalies in the transfer market. You know, Henrik Larsson's obviously the one that stands Larson's out the most. Twenty so odd years ago, I mean, like, like these. But things perhaps this is what this is another one. You know, I mean, um, he's just been overlooked. I mean, I don't really see the Premiership clubs looking at the, the Asian market that often. I mean, the Dutch do. I mean, there was a Dutch Japanese player playing for Alkmaar. He'll be playing probably this evening. He plays it. Um, is it right back he plays mm-hmm. so um, you know the, the, the Dutch do but I don't really see too many other leagues looking at the at the J League as a as a, as a, as a place to go and, and, and bring in, in talent um, which is remarkable given that you know Gary Lineker played out there and you know uh, Iniesta's out there and you know they've, they've had some top players out, out in the J League um, Rafcek as well I've got the poster to prove it when I was out in Japan so um it might just be an anomaly. Um, who knows? Um, you could also say, well, why didn't Liverpool not see Van Dijk when he was at Celtic? You know, we all knew he was a quality defender, but he had to go through Celtic, Southampton to Liverpool. But then, then, then for me, I'm saying, well, can we not just do that trick again? Like, if you, if it, if it's that strong, I mean, this guy's been on people's transfer list, but nobody's taken him on. And now we've got him. Is there, uh, uh, I mean, we paid nothing for him. Absolutely nothing. So I just, yeah, I'm delighted, but I'm just sometimes scratching my head at how we get these players, and I'm, I'm delighted. I'm absolutely delighted. The, the other question I've got for you then in terms of uh, uh, the game we've got tonight, the Altmore game, is, okay, there's lots of things going on in Glasgow in terms of Rangers and COVID. Is this one where... I don't think it's going to be plain sailing. Do you, do you have a not a good feeling, but tactically, do you think we have to make do a wee bit more defending, and do you think we're we're well placed to do that? I, I don't think we're well placed to 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 do that um, just now. What I, I noticed on the on the on the home game there was a couple of things. I mean, they're they're a good side, but they're still a bit raw, and it's quite early on in their season. Their goalkeeper is shaky. His kickouts are, I would say, almost as bad as, as Craig Gordon's um, sandwich that he used to do when he was playing in Europe <laughs> with Celtic. Um, so he's a real, I mean, and their defence is a bit dodgy as well. 
what um, and we, you know, we Tom Rogic was. Look, I, I don't want to get into it just now because this should be a short podcast. But I was Sorry. completely wrong about Tom Rogic, and I apologise. Thank you very much, he, Stephen. Thank you very much. Well, has, do you know what annoyed us as well? See, when I looked at the STV news the next day on the, on the Friday to to, to 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 see the goals, they missed out the fact that he was doing some keepy uppies prior to then swinging it in for for Ohashi to to score. So he's been incredible. Um, he's still quite slow, but he's, it looks like he's built up and completely different player. Um, so, look, the, 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 we've got. I think we have to go out and, and play our game and attack. Um, the, the concern um, this evening is we need to stop the, 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 the our defence going from someone's got to come deep and collect the ball from Welsh or, or Starfelt. We don't want to be in the scenario that we were in in the first half of that game, which was right in front of my eyes in the main stand of Starfelt to Welsh, to Hart, back to Welsh, and real shaky moment until we, we get rid of it. We can't do that again, because these Dutch guys are smart players. You know, they work that out quite quickly. Um, so we need either, maybe it's an opportunity for McCarthy. McGregor is an exceptional talent. He didn't seem to shine too much against Alkmaar. Um, so maybe it's McCarthy that comes in the only concern I've got about McCarthy is that he did come on and he took a booking straight away so you know but we need somebody to come and collect that ball off the defence and then start moving it about um, and you know the, the, the good thing we've got is Jimmy Forrest is, is getting back to his best I mean the, the work effort that he does is is exceptional so and he loves a European goal. He just absolutely yeah, loves yeah, it. Correct, yeah, big time. What I would say is that, and, and this is what stood out, and it was like a, it was it was actually quite stressful the first half sitting in the main stand, because Ralston's having a, a great season, but what the the Alkmaar players were doing, so they've got an attacking midfielder, a guy number twenty five, I think it's called Usting. He was sort of doubling up with their left winger. So they had two on Ralston, and Ralston was also trying to drive forward. So you had two players with no one on them, and it was just, it looked, well, it was quite chaotic. We managed to get away with it, and, you know, and understand the way we're playing, and I love the style of football that we're playing. There will be a little bit of risk, um, but, you know, I'm just hoping tonight that maybe Abada does do the, you know, his work rate's similar to Forrest on the other side, and he comes, they get a bit tighter, so Ralston and Nabada get tighter um, on that right-hand side, because we, we can't, it, we were so exposed in that first half, and Joe Hart made a tremendous save at the start. We just don't want to get into the game at the early stages. Um, you know, we, we, okay, be attacking, but also be close to each other. Don't, 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 don't get stretched. Um, because I think they're so it was their 20, number 25 and number 17 but it looks like tonight their number 17 will be dropped for this guy Carlson who, who's coming back who's their star player on the left side so we, we need to make sure that's tight really tight so Abada is coming back to help Ralston and he's not exposed with two players um, and obviously Starfelt still finding his, his, his feet so it's it's going to be a great tie, but I just hope we, we come through it. I really do, um, especially after the positive results that we've had. See, my my, my view, uh, I mean, I'm not see, I'm not trying to be sort of negative, Nick. But 
they've had a time to analyse their game against us and Angie's saying we're going to play the same way he's just he's not changing his tune the problem the problem for me in Europe is that that if you're holding a lead and you start to play the same way and they start to pick you off then it's very hard for football players sometimes to, to continue to play that sort of the way he wants us to play because for 90 minutes because you're always thinking well wait a minute, we've got something here or should we take a 10, 10 yard step back so I so I'm hoping that Angie can get the team to play in the front foot, but I think that there's going to be there's going to be a balance uh, for us to work out between that sort of style and winning games six nothing and Turnbull being amazing to t- and Taylor being able to sort of go forward at will and Ralston, and we just have to get that balance right. And I think that's going to be the case for tonight and for Saturday or Sunday. Because ultimately, we want to get through both the games, and it, yeah, it just, there might be a slight Angie re- reality check because football. But maybe he's totally right. Maybe we can keep going and going in waves. But when you go away, usually it's a difficult, diff- more difficult tie. And also, uh, as you say, these teams do their homework. They want to get through as well. So, uh, yeah. But James is a good count. James Forrest does do, do the business and he's looking very good at the moment. The, the other question I had in terms of in terms of uh, players was again, I'm not really it, it's it's to do with uh, heart, I suppose. Could you hear him shouting? Could you hear what what I know that it's a big maid, he went over to the boss and all that carry on and but it, it, What's it like in the stadium? Is it is there a more comfortable feeling around it, or what, what do you think? There, there is with heart. You know, he did go over to Angie. And he has he has chats, and you know, you noticed that. I think when McGregor came off um, at the weekend, there he went to Hart to give him the the captain's armband before you know Angie said give it to Christie. So he does have a presence, and the, and the fans are really willing him willing him on. Um, I, I'm not too sure he, he, he does too much shouting actually I didn't hear it I mean and I was right in the main stand sort of a, very close to him um, when it's maybe something that you know he, he has a presence but he's probably you know he's also got to maybe start directing a bit more maybe the Welsh and, and the Starfield Welsh I think honestly I think with McManus and Kennedy's guidance he could be a really really good player I really um, I, 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 I'm, I'm very very um, happy with Welsh and what he's been doing this season and um, I hope, hope he, he, he keeps developing I loved his goal when he scored against Hearts he's, 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 he wins things in the air um, he's a could be a McManus-esque sort of player um, Starfelt not t- entirely sure but we'll give him a bit, of, bit more time um, so you know Hart is a presence I think He's made a very good impact, and, and I think he's, he's he, he probably sees this as a great opportunity to to get his career back in track. He's good. He moves the ball around at the back well, doesn't he? Mm-hmm. He's quite composed. I didn't think he was that way, but I mean, he must be because he's played for all these teams, that are, especially in his younger days, for a Man City team that wanted to move the ball. I was thought he was going to look shaky in the TV, but he looks very back in the day. But he's looking very composed. I just. The thing with Welsh, like I'm just, I'm a bit nervous about tonight. But the thing with Welsh is, I just hope in a away game he just tempers the challenges a wee bit. Just, you know what I mean, just keeping it because 
it's one thing doing it at Celtic Park and getting away with it with the crowds going. Just we just have to be very very careful tonight, uh, just to keep as everybody ten the ten outfield players there on the park. Because I think we really need to have big performances, but we need to be very intelligent about how we do it. You know, so yeah, we we rode our luck. I mean, I, to to be honest, I mean. I don't want to see Ralston charging forward. I want to see a batter actually coming back, and 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 uh, I want to see the back four tighter, and I want to see a centre midfielder coming and taking the ball off them so that it's not um, sort of square passing and we attract a, a problem. I can see why they were doing it. They were trying to draw Akmar out, mm-hmm. but it's oh, it's not a nice game of poker to play when you're sitting in the main stand and watching it you know it really is so unnerving Um, and look you know Angie's got the he's got the as Brendan Rodgers would say he's got the tools he's got Sorrow and McCarthy if he wanted to he could just and what he does is you know in 60 minutes he puts them on and tries to push McGregor up a bit more which McGregor actually plays a lot better when he's in that role so he could go central and, and close it off if he wants to. So if he if he opts not to go, perhaps is is free flowing as as we have been doing. Um, so he's, he's you know he's got a good squad there, um, and and Edward as well. You know, um, I didn't really read in too much um, Neil Lennon's comments on him. I think Edward looks good. Um, I really do, and he's got the he's got the he's got, he's got the he came on as a sub against Altmar, but he's got the. The, the beating of that defence I think mm-hmm. um, is, 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 is well that you could tell that they looked a bit nervy when, when Edward came on he gets a, he gets a for a for a for a European type uh, striker uh, I was listening to I was listening to stuff about uh, the guy outside for Chelsea Lukaku and he, Lukaku was saying that he didn't really, he didn't he's very honest he just didn't like the back to, to goal football that he was asked to play when he first came to England. He wasn't really sure why he was doing it, even when he went to Italy, but he's learned how to play that type of football. What I'd say with Edward is Edward gets a lot of places, a lot of passes fizzed into him, run about just 20 yards out in the middle of the, the, the goals. So he's always got, he's got a defender, he's got a midfielder kind of going back the way. And Edward's supposed to take a touch and move it on, you know. And it, sometimes you see him lose it, sometimes it, it works, but it's, it's a difficult ball to take. Uh, but they're obviously working on it because he, he, he gets that ball maybe five times a game where he, he's coming out, the ball gets fizzed in at him, he's got to take a touch, he's either got to beat somebody or move it out, out wide. So, But on these type of games when, when we will be defending a bit more, then we've not seen that's Edward in behind not for a while you know that's sort of right he, he can get a good run at it so you know he's definitely he always shows up for the European games well or not he he, he he produces the finishes that you want him to do but and this sort of night maybe his last game for Celtic maybe not it, it could be a, it could be a good sort of sign off because he's he definitely he's definitely he's still like he's still in our, our, our my eyes, a great player. It's just that he's he's just had circumstances that went against him. But I lo- love to see him going behind. Like you watch there, you see your guy Armstrong against uh, Armstrong against uh, Southampton uh, Liverpool, where 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 he goes through and he's he's got to score and he misses. And also there was an Everton guy at the weekend as well he went through and he, he went through. There was no. Whereas Edward back two years ago was just putting these balls in straight away. I mean. 
we, we've got conversations saying he's always going to score. It doesn't matter, he's throwing goals, he's scoring. So if he produces that type of performance tonight, because he's got a bit more room to run in the back, that'd be delightful. It'd be absolutely delightful because then Altmar can't come that close to us because they know we've got this in behind his pace, you know. So like, it's very interesting. I mean, we're not going to talk, but we'll talk at Rangers t- tomorrow night, uh, the, the COVID kids. I'm sure, that, I'm sure they'll be playing tomorrow, when they've got their game. But it's just interesting. I think this game could be really, really good if certain things go our way. But I don't think it's one to for taking for granted, you know, because they're a, they are a good team. Uh, so they are. I mean, we we need to just make sure that, as I said, this sort of a the in the right side, with the left side, it, it works because Jimmy Forrest comes deep. That Abada and Ralston, there's not too much distance between them. And then for the back four, we're closer together, so people are not stretched. And it's um, and also you know I want someone to come and take that ball off the back four. Um, and then start moving it. So, but look, you know, I think going forward, their defence, as I said, is very shaky. Their goalkeeper is an absolute shocker. So, you know, they're they're very raw as well. Um, and um, you know, if we could get a goal, then that would be that would be great early on. Um, interesting that the games, what you notice, like um, so, Angie, it was, it was very funny with Martin Hendry mentioned about his, his attire and will he continue on with this. Um, shirt and jumper combo as we go through the, the seasons as we get into the deep sort of winter in Scotland and also I noticed I'm trying to I was trying to watch to see what Kennedy McManus and, and Strachan were doing and it seems that Strachan's kind of a ditched I might be wrong in this but it looked like he ditched the laptop and he, um, he he's an interesting guy Strachan actually but he, he was doing this sort of a warm up as Kennedy was in McManus, he was doing like passes to with Edward. The very strange warm up actually Celtic doing also at half time. I, I don't think they've got that right yet. It's quite low impact. Even Martin Henry men- mentioned it. It's half time. It was like the subs were just trying to dodge the sprinkler. They weren't really focused. Um, but what we're going to say about Strachan quickly is that he seems to be the one that organises the corners because all the players look at him and he's shouting at them. Um, for, for for corners and set set plays as well, um, and you know it's it's interesting, but that will that will keep evolving um, as as Angie continues on. You know Angie just stands there, and uh, you know he does let Gavin Strachan. In, what what annoyed me once actually is that Jimmy Forrest was looking at Gavin Strachan just before the corner was kicked, and it's like you should be focused in the. You know, you should have this all drilled out and um, looking at the goal, but that was just a minor point. But it's great. It's great to go at the games. Honestly, I mean, you read a lot on Twitter, and sometimes it can be, I think, a bit exaggerated. Like you know, they're talking about fans were going to storm the ground. I mean, for the Hearts game, we were there two hours prior to kick off, and it was all positive. All the fans clapping the players off. We had the jovial Andy Halliday song, uh, whenever I was singing Andy Halliday, Halliday, Andy Halliday, and it was very 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 funny um, and this is him coming off the hearts bus so we booed everyone but then we cheered Andy Halliday and and then in the stadium so everyone seems to be positive at Celtic Park just now which is um, and also you know we, we parked in London Road and the car was still there when we when we when the game finished so it was the a thing, great great occasion the thing is but the thing is we're, we're at a situation where we've got 
I mean, that, this guy's skills, apparently, I've been reading lots of reports about him and the, the Irish, I need to watch him. But uh, apparently he's a good player as well. So, I mean, if he comes in, and, and also with Angie talking about we need players to complement players, not just to replace players. It'd be just interesting to see. There's been a few sort of Man City sort of loan deals that have kind of came, went away from us. But it'd be inter- I, I hope we don't get any loan guys. But just interesting to see what they do in the next couple of days, because this is real. This could be. This is a kickoff point, I think, for Celtic season. Forget Champions League. Forget everything else. Thursday tonight is the kickoff point, and this is from a guy that said, "Forget about Europe this year." But I think if we if we are sensible in the transfer market and we're sensible uh, in the next two games, we could really, we could really, it could be, it could be a great end of the, a great say, September uh, because we seem to be getting there. We do seem to be getting there, but yeah, then I, I, I just want to go into that. Oh, I just really want to get into that Europa group. Um, draw you know obviously I would love to get into the Champions League draw but forget um, that for a season I think for Europa we've got the team you know we've got the team but this guy McCarthy if he stays injury free it's interesting at half time on on both the games McCarthy was he, he doesn't he's got no fancy skills so everyone was doing all these fancy skills he just moves the ball you know, and, and and that's when you think about the function of a team. You, you need players like that. You know, just um, to to get that ball moving. So he could be he could be really useful for us. You know, if he stays yeah. injury free and he gets up to up to speed, because yeah, he had a flat. Which I, you don't see that often. He had a flat, long, flat, long range cross in the last game. Oh, my mm. game. He, he touched it on his right foot. He hit it flat trajectory right in. You don't really see those types of balls. He was really him and Turnbull. Once they keep playing each other, in terms of uh, practice and games, they're going to get an understanding. Just rolling that ball around, and fingers crossed, Edward does stay because he'll he'll benefit from that that sort of football intelligence that all these players have. Uh, but yeah, so I think we'll call it there, Stephen. That was brilliant. No, Thanks I, for I, call. I, I think that's great. I'm just I'm just I just hope it's really important tonight. I'm not. That bothered actually. Just I will be after the game about the old film game, the Rangers game. But um, and Tom Rogic again could be, you know, the guy that unlocks it. And finally, this could be Tom Rogic saying, actually, I am here in Europe and I'm going to start delivering in Europe um, rather than just delivering in, in the, the, the sort of other league games. So that'd be great. We'd get some. It would be, it'd be a delight because he's got the talent, and that's the frustration. He's just got. A, but the thing is that, well, that's an interesting. The interesting point is, is actually coming up is, if Christie does go, then do we replace? Can we need to get somebody else as well to to complement Rogic? We just just with numbers wise to have that mm. those type of players playing all the time. So if Christie, why mo- would Christie go? Like you know now, I, I mean, this is maybe a question. We'll maybe get Mikey Dahl and Chris Dixon and Chris Nelson to answer, but. Why would Christie go? I mean, Christie's through ball um, in one of the league games to, to Furuhashi was sensational. He's been allowed to play now um, the football, the kind of football that he was yearning for throughout Neil Lennon's um, sort of a time as a manager. He's given, he's been, he's been given that opportunity. So I'm not too sure that, that Christie would, I don't know why he would want to leave other than for Financial gain, or um, oh, look, well, there's, there's a again, there's a because we've we've messed them around for last year by giving them 
uh, inadequate facilities, inadequate coaching staff, an adequate manager to propel his career, and he, he, he's entitled to leave. As simple as that, Celtic have let down McGregor, they've let down the fans, they let down Christie, they let down Edward, they've let down everybody because of the farce that was happening last year. But look, we, 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 look every, every, every game we play more is becoming more prominent and prominent how much a farce it was last year. Anyway, I enjoyed, oh, enjoyed you just before I go, I enjoyed your audio that you did from the the, 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 the sounds at the ground. The, yeah, it was fun. Honestly, the, the, it was even the second goal went in. Something, it was like it's an explosion cracker. from the yeah. Greenberg. Was it a cracker? It was like, a, it was an, a big explosion and it was, everybody was like, whoa, what was that? Um, the, the, the last story then, for the last story is that I was trying to get it done early in the morning because I'd work to do and I got it done and sent it in and then it got kicked back for copyright infringement so I thought maybe it was because I'd put the BBC commentary in or or done the BT commentary or, or, or I had the interview at the back so I was trying to take all these things out and then it wouldn't, they wouldn't let me send the podcast in and it turned out that it was Jerry and the Pacemakers then they, they, they found that it was Walk On that was on so that was a copyright infringement so I was like, but is Stephen is Stephen singing Jerry and the Pacemakers? I mean, it's not even. Oh, so I was like, well, I fight this. But I just, I changed it around, so that was the reason why I delay. I actually had it done. I just couldn't get it on the on, on the old SoundCloud. But anyway, that's that's. Uh, that's thank you very much for that today. Thanks again, everybody, for listening. Hopefully, you get to listen to this before the, unless Stephen starts singing Walk On before the the game tonight. And uh, fingers crossed. And I'll probably hear from you. I'll see you. Uh, we'll put another programme out tomorrow night with the School Bride boys and they can tell us why uh, people from East School Bride and the Westwood bus like to sing things about people in Japan. But we'll, we'll talk about that tomorrow night. And uh, take care. All the best. Thank you. Thanks, Stephen. Sayonara. Cheers. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.